Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to this uh, welcome to this episode, everybody. Thank you all for coming along on the journey. We really appreciate you listening, tuning in. Um, check the stats, right, guy? We've we've got a few people tuning in. Very cool. Very so, cool. for you listening out there, thank you very much from the bottom of our heart. It means a lot to us. It does every single listen? Absolutely. We are diving into well, we're diving into shadow work today, and we are dressed to the nines. We're dressed for love, baby. <laughs> Dressed to impress. Well, when you're talking about shadow work, it's got a, I think it's got a deep misconception. Um, when you start speaking about shadow work, it feels like it's a very, what would you say? Not hated, but what's another word? It's you dark. Know? It's dark. It's it dark. is dark. It's the shadow. You it's know? the it's, shadow. It's the, the, the aspects of ourselves that we often hide from ourselves and we're unwilling or unknowing, I guess, how to acknowledge or even that we have these aspects of ourselves. So it can be challenging for people to, I guess, grasp the concept of shadow work um, or even understand what it is or how to start because it's like it's, 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 it's an unopened book for most people. What, is, what does shadow work mean to you? Shadow work for me is all about the integration of the aspects of ourselves that we hide from or deny oh that's good Mm. get your pens and papers out ladies and gentlemen write it down that was amazing well straight from carl young that one (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's a that's a jungian that's a jungian (laughs) proverb right there uh it's definitely the part of ourselves that we avoid it's the parts of ourselves that we are unable to see, unwilling to see, based off what has been given to us, you know, on our upbringing. For sure, and this can where where the the spiritual path can become a little clouded. Um, it can become a little challenging um, because quite often when we do start, I know personally on my own journey, um, it was actually more when I first started down the spiritual path, understanding who I was. It was actually more around repressing these aspects of myself, these shadow aspects of myself, these darker aspects of myself, essentially my wants, needs and desires that I may have thought were negative or wrong or perverted um, and just focusing on love, light, positivity, you know, positive vibrations, all the good things that are going on in my life, embracing positive affirmations, instead of actually just allowing myself to go deep into the nitty gritty of who I am and why I am the way I am. The nitty gritty's in the shadow. Mm. The nitty gritty's in the shadow. And I truly see that now. You know, you and I have been on our, on our deep inner work path for, for quite a few years now. For sure. Firstly, I'm incredibly proud of the men of who we show up in the world as today. Mm. And that that's namely because we've gone deep into our shadow. We have, we have transversed the cliff edges. We've stood on the precipices. We've jumped off head first whilst we're carrying our own torch and we are lighting the way. Mm. Because once, once you put your light onto your shadow, then there is no more shadow. That's it. <laughs> And once you have pulled something out of your subconscious through the modalities of the deep inner work, regardless of what methodology it is, you are raising your own consciousness. You are turning that light, uh, that dark, into the light. Mm. You are realizing that they are both the same. They are all you. You are just 
turning that dark thread into a light thread. Definitely, definitely. And, 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 and this is where I suppose being understanding trauma is so important, right? Because sometimes our shadows can be based around trauma. They can be based around the experiences that have happened to us, you know? And um, it's easy to get caught up in that idea or that word and sort of stuck in our own trauma if we're not actually willing to go into the depths of who we are, into the shadows. Because mm. for me personally... When, when integrating and working with the shadow has just come to a profound level of self-acceptance. And for me, that essentially is what the spiritual path is all about, you know? And I suppose we say spirituality very, very lightly. Like, we're not love and light and warriors of the light and all that sort of thing. We don't really identify as spiritual, even though we are deeply spiritual. Um, and that where it can come become a little challenging because you do have to accept these aspects of yourself that you've potentially trying to be run from or trying to run from. We definitely identify as spiritual beings. For sure. But without the spirituality Spiritual. label. Yeah, the spiritual identification. And I think that's that's such a profound part of of, of my personal journey is mm. I look back on, you know, the the spiritual scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's full of fluff. For sure. Which is beautiful. It's love. It's, it's softness and tenderness. But you cannot have the true depths of that love without truly understanding and going into and feeling your own darkness. Mm. Your own human aspects. It's all human. Sure. We are here having the human experience mm. So we've got to have the whole experience, you know, and that that's the unconditional love part. For sure. And and for me, um, like getting getting caught in in the I guess pursuit of of just chasing love and light really made me feel insecure and insignificant in many, many ways. Well, it does, because you, you, you hold yourself back from saying what needs to be said. Mm, and, and you hold yourself back from being who you truly are. Yeah. Well, not knowing who you truly are, mm. because you're only holding in the aspect of what's enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Life, life is like a roller coaster. It has ebbs and flows. There's, there's beautiful enjoyment. There's alignment. But you can have beautiful enjoyment and alignment when you've made true friends with the darkness, because mm. you can be in the darkness and still be on your path of alignment. Because you understand that that is the lessons. They are where you go to, to come through the other side to be at a higher level. For sure. For sure. And uh, I suppose positive affirmations are only going to take you so far when you are actually in a really, really dark place. And that's when you are in a really, really dark place, allowing yourself or giving yourself the space to go into it, to feel it, to express it, to understand it, to, to engulf yourself in it is actually the way through, you know? Something we always talk about, the only way out is through, mm. you know? You can't just go around these certain aspects of your life because they're challenging or different, difficult, or conversations that you don't feel like you want to say and, or have in your relationships because it might, may create um, conflict or confrontation. And that includes the relationship that you have with yourself because going deep into the shadow is actually conflict. You know, it is going to be confronting because you have to tra- take true ownership for who you are, what you've done, um, and the way in which you show up in the world. It's it's very confronting because you're 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 facing an aspect of yourself that you have 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 been 
avoiding and unwilling to face. Mm. And when you do start going through these paramounts of edging your way into it, it's very, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. It, 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 sh- it, it, shackles, it, it unshackles yourself. It, it, sure. You feel like you're going crazy. <laughs> the yeah. dark nights of the soul so, that we've been through, you feel like you're going crazy. When, you, when you're going down the spiritual path, you feel crazy sometimes. You are unlocking Pandora's box of mm. yourself. Mm. What's been what's been one of the deepest shadows that you've 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 encountered in yourself? Definitely the deeper shadow that I've had to work with and still am working with is is my relationship with anger. Yes. That's definitely been the the harder shadow that I've had to work with and and working with that and actually building a positive relationship with anger, which sounds counterintuitive to a lot of people, merely because of the fact that when people think of or perceive anger, it's actually because they have a negative relationship because anger was always used as a tool for manipulation, for confrontation, for control, either over themselves or through other people. Well, it's a, it's a pseudo control. For sure. It's a power play. Yes. That's why men can be perceived more pseudo powerful through anger because, you know, we are genetically larger and we have more, you know, physical presence. Mm. And that has been over time manipulated into actual people thinking that's actual power. But it's actually behind those pseudo anger, there's actually grief, there's sadness. Oh, for sure. That's and, and that's that's totally true. A lot of grief, a lot of sadness. And that was just because of the relationship that I had with anger when I was younger. Anger was the only way I had to express myself because I had no other forms of emotional regulation. Well, you get told it's bad. <laughs> Don't be angry. Mm. You, you 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 get told off if you're mad. For sure, it's 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 really counterintuitive, but that's the relationship a lot of people have with anger. It's it's because it's a powerful energy. Mm. It's it's one of the most powerful behind sexual energy is anger, mm. and an integrated anger can be used to really steamroll your life For sure. into greatness because you can channel it without it being a shadow aspect of yourself, and it's and it's being triggered by situations that are within your shadow, that are within your subconscious, mm. that you have not gone through. Mm. And so it's coming out as toxic anger. And for me, that's more what the toxic masculinity identity label is that's been given to men. It's actually unhealed, unintegrated anger through not being taught how to be able to truly feel it and being afraid of it. Sure. And and that ultimately for me, when I first started on this path, it was actually, a lot of it was about actually the repression of anger. And, and what that repression of anger actually did to me was actually make me meek. It made me weak. Mm. It made me lose my voice. It mean that every time there was a moment of confrontation, I would step away instead of stepping up because I, I didn't allow myself to, I guess, utilize the emotion of anger when it was actually needed. Well, because it wasn't a part of you. It was a shadow part of you. For sure. And so if you allowed yourself to be triggered by that, it, it's when people say they see red. Mm. They're literally taken over by, this, by their unconscious. Mm-hmm. And so they have lost all control. And so that's, that's what I feel for you. If you stepped into that, you would have lost control. Oh, definitely. And and I did lose a a, a lot. Well, because it was repressed when it did come out, it was that blind rage. 
Yeah, um, so rage, rage. There we go. There's a word, right? Rage and anger. There's there's the difference for sure. Raging, raging's definitely going to be a shadow aspect of anger. You can rage, but then you can healthily rage too. Get the tools in. If you're feeling some anger, put on some music. Get some pillows. Get a boxing bag. Get a get a wiffle ball bat mm-hmm. and just channel it and allow it to move. Yeah. That's actually why um, boxing became one of the most spiritual practices for me. Oh, that's beautiful. Because it gave me an outlet. Yes. It gave me a safe space to release years of unwanted, well, years of repressed anger. And, and it, what it actually taught me was that the utilization of anger in different moments throughout the fight wasn't actually a negative thing because it meant that I could actually start to control it. I could actually start to tame it. It, it wasn't something that would just control me because in a fight, if I lost control, if I went into that place of rage, then I would essentially lose the fight. Well, you lose your mind, don't you? Oh, for sure. You're, you're, you're not present. You're not aware. You're not able to think. You're not able to, to read, to adjust, to have the right foot movement, any of that, if you're just in a blind rage and trying to hit people. And I guess you could put that down to you know, most other emotions as well. For sure. You know, you could put that down to if you're constantly in sadness or grief and they are deep shadows of yourself mm-hmm. and you can fall into melancholy, mm. you know, depression, anxiousness, anxiety. These are all subsets of our shadow aspects that aren't, that aren't gone through, What's, that aren't healed. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and that's, that's so true because as human beings, we're meant to experience an array of emotions. Oh, we're yeah. meant to experience it all. Love, anger, hate, frustration, rage, empathy, sadness, joy, happiness, love, all of it. All the, all the, all the symphony of emotion. Yeah, for sure. And so essentially if you, are rep- if you are repressing any aspect of those because you think either think you're not worthy of it or think they're bad or wrong, then essentially over time it will become a shadow aspect of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's very profound. I enjoy that. Let's let's just dial it back a little bit. We may have some listeners here who are going, "What the hell is shadow? What's a shadow work? What is a shadow?" Let's let's just break it back to basics. Because I remember when I first started hearing about a shadow aspect of myself. Mm. What the hell is? What the, what's my shadow? What do you even mean, Mike? What's my shadow? So let's just dial it back. Let's 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 go really baseline level. Let's just assume there's some people here listening who are going, "What the fuck is shadow work?" Mm. And let's let's build it up from there. Would you like to start? Well, okay, beautiful. All right, so so for me, what I understand as a simplistic uh, starting of shadow work is in ourself, we have emotions, feelings, uh, we have ego, uh, we've got programs, we have got personality, which is our personal reality. We're a makeup of all divinity. We our, our, our self is is the expression of the universe of God of source. However you want to, uh, however you want to name it, mm-hmm. it's all love. Mm-hmm. Having this human experience within our within our reality. When we are born, we are we are everything. We have no identity. We have not been given a name, a religion, a nationality, um, a person. Well, we, we've got tendencies of personality already based off our mother and our father and the conception and things like that. But from there, what we are given and up to the, about the age of seven, 
all of our environment, all of our aspects of ourself are being taught. We are like a sponge. We are just curious. We are developing our ego. And what those factors that create us are in our body, the aspects that aren't created, that are on that are on the symphony of the human experience that aren't taught, uh, absorbed, integrated, witnessed, perceived, well, they become the aspects of the human uh, experience that we are having that are on the outskirts. Mm. That's our unknowing now. We have the knowing of what we replicate over time through habit becomes a personal personality and that becomes us. And so the things that are too painful, are too hard, that haven't been taught, that haven't been witnessed, that are on the outskirts, because we all start life with the symphony of, of humanness. And it's all one light that has come down to us. And the things that just hang on the outskirts, they don't get the light. So mm. they are still the light, they just don't have the light. Mm. And these are things like we're talking about, like anger. When we, when we get told that it's wrong or bad to be angry, well, that's not a part of ourself because it becomes unsafe. Mm. And so they hang out on the aspects. They go into our subconscious and then they start doing their thing based off, um, based off uh, the, 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 the counterintuitive uh, productivity methodology of our human experience there. And I know I'm saying human experience a lot. I understand that. But this is just trying to, uh, to get it into a package here that, that can be explained. And we go, on, uh, we, we go on about our life through with those integrated aspects and then the triggers that get triggered within our life, then the shadow steps in because that is a program that goes, oh, I remember this part, it's unsafe, so I'm going to shock your body full of adrenaline, I'm going to put you into a heightened state, you're either going to fight, flight or fawn, and you are either going to do one of the three because the ego self has gone, no, I'm going to keep you in your comfortability. Now, when we start going down into the deeper work through breath work, plant medicines, meditation, even just open conversation, even going to talk therapy and starting to work yourself out, doing human design, different things like that so you can start understanding yourself, then every bit by bit, your light, that is the light, starts just becoming a little bit wider and a little bit wider. And so your darkness, your shadow, is turning back into light because you are putting it back into yourself. Mm. Yeah, we're shining a light on it. You're exposing it. You're bringing awareness to it, you know. And um, I suppose that, that if we just spend all of our time, as you say, in, in the light, then we can never truly integrate and understand these all these different parts of us that are in the shadows. You know, they may pop in into the light and we may become afraid of them we may become scared of them we may think they're wrong right and then that just starts to keep to carry on building a negative association with these past experiences and past emotions and that's when these shadow aspects actually start to control more of our life than we start to than we think instead of instead of running off these conscious programs right these unconscious shadow aspects actually start to become more present and and more of who we are than we really want to be. Yes. Mm. Yeah, totally agree with that one. Yeah. And what we avoid is what we become. Very. Yeah, definitely. What, what we avoid is, is what we become. And that's actually, so shadow aspects was, was 
essentially coined by Carl Jung. Um, and so it's like when you look into Jungian psychology, they, they go quite deep into the shadow aspects of the self because that's it. He wanted people to, sh- to, to, put his, to expose and bring as much awareness to their shadow so that they could actually start to notice it and work with it and, and understand when it was coming up and when their shadow aspect was trying to take control so that in those moments when it did, for me personally, in those moments when unconscious anger took over, I was able to see it and capture it either before it happened, in the moment, or afterwards and then actually work through it, have conversations around it, bring more awareness to it, understand why it actually did come up so that you can just start to notice it and start to sort of allow your nervous system to not be so reactive to certain situations and triggers. Mm. Yeah, very well put. That's also, I mean, shadow is love. You know, it's all love. Mm. It, it, it's, it is us. We used to speak about a lot about going to the ego death, go in and kill the ego. It's it's not what it's about. No, not at all. The ego is us. It's ego is our friend. Ego is our protector. It's very good at its job. For sure. We've spoken about that on other podcasts before. It's killing the programs that are with it. It's the it's the dark shadowy blocks that live within our body, and then our ego creates our realities around them yeah, protection mechanisms protection mechanisms right? and because that's all the ego wants to do is, is it merely just wants to keep us safe it merely wants to keep us alive it wants to keep us in in a place where we're comfortable where we're feeling seen when we're feeling heard and when you're fucking raging at someone you're fucking seen you're fucking heard oh yeah so why would your ego not want you to do it oh yeah yeah so it's just getting to the point of unconditionality hmm and it is all love. It's our shadow is love. When you are speaking truthful words to someone, even though they may feel harsh, if it's coming from the place of love because you have integrated your shadow, mm. their reaction's their reaction. But they probably need that reaction to be able to see the shadow aspect of what it's bringing out in them. I think that's the that's the roundabout cycle isn't it it's the, it's, it's the paradox of it I, I when i'm out in the world if i'm if i'm triggered if i'm reacted it it it, it, it lights me up because i'm like oh okay thank god there's thank something you. there okay what is that what the fuck is that because mm. i it's 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 triggering me for a reason mm. what what is that and i'll go and meditate on it. i'll go and breath work on it yeah or i'll just go okay i'm not sure what that is that's popped up Let's see where a pattern is if it happens again. Yes. And that's, I think that's, that's the, the, the simplest form of to start shadow work. Mm. Just start noticing your own triggers. Yeah, definitely. And that's actually one of the first exercises that I, that I work with my clients on is actually getting them to have a, a little like a, like a two before or a, little, or a little black book. And they just carry it around with them everywhere. They can either have it on their, their desk or they'll have it on their bed and do some reflection at the end of the day. But literally just start to write down all the things that trigger you because it creates a story, it creates a pattern. And when you can start to see and become aware of the pattern in your triggers, then you can start to understand where that actually comes from. You know, you can ask the question of like, why did I get triggered in that moment? What was the deeper reason behind it? What, what did I actually want? And didn't receive 
And then you can just start to unpack and come to terms with all these different triggers. Um, and they just actually start to become your light. They start to become the work. They start to become the things that uh, give you the answers. So that's the that are the tools that uh, a sister of ours, Shanna, mm. uh, you know, one of the smartest people we've met and just super, super amazing. We love you, Shanna. She's a, just an amazing holistic psychologist and I've been doing some work with her and going through different things and, and that's that's the, the main tool that she's gotten me to do is mm. if I'm sitting down with someone and I know it's going to be an interesting or challenging conversation, she goes, just stop or before you start and just say, hey, look, I'm just going to take some notes of myself because I want to improve my communication. I want to improve myself Mm. so if there's anything within this that triggers me I want to be able to write it down so I can reflect on it later and I found that really really um, immensely helpful uh, when I was going through all my all my stuff a few months ago and I literally was sitting down and going hey I just want to take some notes and it's amazing what you can reflect back on Mm. of what you're doing and so it, it, it is that simple you don't have to go to the Amazon jungle and go and find ayahuasca yeah. for three months. You know, you can just start right now, just becoming aware of your triggers, mm. becoming aware of your patterns. If you're sitting down having a conversation, ask for the conversation with someone and ask if it's a time for them to be able to receive that conversation as well. And this is just starting to articulate better communication, better consciousness of yourself. If you're a man, you're raising your leadership and masculinity levels. If you're a woman, you're doing the same as well, but you're also um, in your feminine flow of asking for what you need and want. But you're also not coming at someone. You're just going, hey, look, this is something that I'd like to work through. Are you able to receive it right now? Mm. And even those conversations can uh, are very difficult. Definitely. And that's obviously... Because they are difficult, that's a, that's a shadow aspect of yourself. Yeah, for sure. Because eh? if it wasn't difficult, then you are you are humming because it's just a part of you. And and the more that you do the difficult things, the more you're going to integrate these parts of yourself, and then they become a part of you. For sure, the the, the safer you feel in them. Safe yeah, the and then the safer the other people around you will feel. For sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's go into um, let's go into what you feel your biggest shadow is? <laughs> well, I think we've spoken <laughs> a lot about that on this podcast in the last uh, the last few weeks. However, what's been my biggest shadow? Uh, th- uh, probably my mother wound. Mm. Huge, huge. And I feel so proud about where I'm at with it right Beautiful. now. Uh, I'm actually really proud of where you're at with it right now as well. Thank you, brother. I want to honour you in that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I fucking feel that. Uh, that's been a real big aspect um, that I've faced and I've come through uh, and still going through always. And now we get to go to her wedding. And we get to go to a wedding. Mum, shout out to you, Susie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking forward to uh, walking you and giving you away at the uh, at the at the aisle there uh, in, in in a couple of months. But. On, on shadow work, that was that was a big aspect, um, and it took me to go into my my deep grief to to realise that, and then it's taking action, it's 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 becoming aware, but then it's that's that's the first step. Then it's doing something the fuck about it. <laughs> you can go to talk therapy for ten years and become aware of yourself, but if you take no action on it, you're going to make no changes. Mm. So take action, friends. 
but that's been that's been one of the deepest shadows. So me and my mum had a really interesting um, relationship our whole life. Um, we became more friends in my in my early in my mid teenage years after after her and my dad got divorced, and then just from that aspect there, for probably uh, would have been about um, would have been about uh, what would I say. It was 15, 25. Yeah, it would have been about 15 years. For about 15 years. So it would have been about 15 years that uh, that it was hot and cold and I have to, had to keep pulling away. She's gone through her things. And, and I did a lot of mother wound stuff through our rebirthing processes. Mm-hmm. But you can only do so much yourself, and it's 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 like that that adage as well. You can do so much work yourself until you get into a relationship, but then you need to obviously get your unmet needs from your childhood in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that would be one of my biggest shadows um, that took a long time to come forth, and it feels amazing to have to have really really. Ah, oh, got my hands around that one. Grabbed it by the fucking balls. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. In the words of Donald Trump, <laughs> on the opposite. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely been one of my biggest shadows. I mean, there's 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 obviously other ones there as well. But I've spoken about the the commitment and and all the grief wounds that that came through. Um, but that's that's the one that sings from the top of my head, brother. Mm, no, that's beautiful, bro. That is that is beautiful, and it is it's such a deep shadow, and it's it's probably one that a lot of people can relate to. Um, the mother wound being their deepest shadow, and 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 the avoidance of it um, for many many years until it just gets to a point where it's becoming holding on to that wound is becoming more detrimental than avoiding it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just I just really look forward to my mm. my next deep union relationship because I'm not taking that baggage anymore into into the next one. Definitely not. And so it's it's gonna be glorious. Mm. And so that's where the shadow work aspect like it fucking it lights me up. Mm. You know, because the next part, the next relationship, the next deep union that I go into, it's like it's on, you know? Look out ladies. It's, and and that's beautiful, brother. And and it is the the working with the shadow. It, it takes time, you know. It's it's not like you're just one and done. Because new levels, new devils, right? Every time that you advance um, through an aspect of yourself, or you land in a place of self acceptance, the thing we want to do is do the work. You know, we want to keep challenging ourselves, not because we have to, not from a place of I need to get better, but because, but from a place of understanding self-acceptance you know acknowledging challenging pushing ourselves um getting wanting and desiring more from life and knowing that if we don't let these aspects of ourselves go we're only going to get so far before we cut ourselves down or we cut a relationship down we cut someone else down um but um and that and that for a lot of people can become challenging because it's not like it's ever really over Mm. you know there's always going to be big things that come up little things that come up big things that come up again that you think you may have worked through little things that pop in here and there you know and then shit will drop that you don't even know was there 
you know when you're at your biggest and deepest level when when life is going going so amazing amazingly for you boom a shadow will pop up well here's 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 a great example of what happened to us today and this is a real testament to to, to the level that we're up so as you probably know if you followed us for a while Ryan and I have, have created a company called beta uh, and we're doing lots of lots of amazing things out in the world and it's going to grow into this exceptional conscious monster it's beautiful we had a lot of rain in uh, in Auckland in the last few days floods everywhere been really I think we're getting more rain tonight and we've really we've been working over 18 months on our supplements Ooh. over 18 months and finally the time was going to come that our ingredients had landed in New Zealand they've been flowing over they were at the manufacturers they were only two weeks away from being processed and packaged and we were going to get them all in about two weeks time and we got an email today we got an email saying hi Ryan and Mike really really sorry but our factory got flooded out here's some photos so we're not going to be able to uh, deliver your products we have to reorder them all uh, the computers are all shot to shit and we've uh, it's going to be probably you know up to about three more months until you get your products delivered god damn and we've we've been putting our heart and soul and our patience oh, and everything into this, right? And we're the, like, the okay. Last, the last six weeks has just been the most intense six weeks, and we've just been making everything happen whenever it needed to get happen, by the time frame it needed to be done by, so that in two weeks' time, we had boxes ready, we had websites ready, we had photos taken, we had packaging done, we had bottles delivered. Every little thing was, was, was going to happen in about this one-week window so that we could launch our products middle of February, get out the uh, close to 80 pre-purchases that we've done, and uh, now and we, that's been put on hold. And we got that email today. And I loved it. I was, uh, I was actually sitting on a forklift, of all places, today, mm. and I just checked my phone and I saw a, a missed call from you and I read the message and you said, oh, hey, brother, have you seen the email from NutraZone? And I was like, hmm, no. So I looked, checked, read it, and I thought to myself, hmm. And I instantly just checked in with myself. I'm like, okay, what's arising here? What's happening? And there was a part of me that just wanted to fucking blame and why didn't they fucking put sandbags up? Why weren't you, why weren't you fucking watching this shit, you know? And I let that drift off. I thought, okay, there's a there's a bit of part. All right, let that go because that's I'm not. I'm gonna, I've got to allow that to move through, and it, and it quickly drifted off. And then I quickly moved into, okay, well this is this has just happened. What can we do? This is the ebbs of flows of life. This is. I rang you and I said, all right, brother, we got that email. What do we do? And we just discussed it. Like uh, professionals, professionals, two healthy, two healthy men, and yeah, we just said, look, okay, well, we just need to get them to order the the ingredients again tomorrow because we know they've got to fly in from all over the world, and mm-hmm. and it takes two weeks to go through customs, and and let's just get the ingredients back here, and then we can work out, you know, how we mix it, we get it mixed and, it. and packaged. So that was it, and you and I said that's it, and you said, oh, cool, brother, I'm already halfway through the email, beautiful. And I think that was a real, a real amazing testament. You know, it's those little things. It's, it's sometimes not the big things. It's not the grandiose. It's those little things because we had such a heart and soul, time window, everything that we were like, cool, everything's gonna be amazing, and we're gonna time everything. And then all of a sudden, 
Perp. the universe just goes, all right, brothers, you just got to wait a little longer. Mm. You got to learn a little bit more patience here. Uh, so what did we do, brother? We we just smiled, laughed it off and wrote an email and said, hey, look, are you firstly, are you okay? Because, mm. you know, it's not all about us either. The, they're in a much dire situation than us because their whole factory is fucked. They've got, mm-hmm. you know, all their clients up to shit and uh, didn't want and, and then just go okay great well here's what we need we need you to order these tomorrow mm-hmm. so we can do that but everything else well we can just work out a later date so we're not adding too much stress but we're still asking for what we need in an empathetic way but a professional way as well and I thought we handled that really really well it's it's those little moments of integration of ourselves that I go fuck yeah mm. yeah I'm I'm happy I'm happy at that because this is what I spoke about in the start of the podcast where even when things are earmark going wrong or have gone wrong or become challenging, you can still be fully aligned and know where you're going. You just need to, as Dehard says, pivot or persevere. Mm, that's it. And pivot so we're just going, well, we just persevere on this one. For sure. Because... Uh yeah, you, you just look at it, you, you, you look at the reality of what's happened, you look at the relationships that we have with this company, everything that they've done for us to get to this point, and you're like, okay, cool, we know that this is totally out of their control. Um, the universe has served, served up a warning to everyone, not just us, and we're just going to accept it, acknowledge it, move through it, and, and get on with it, you know? Yes, it's going to slow us down. Yes, it may mean we miss out on a few things. Um, yes, it's going to push the launch back. But ultimately, what's two weeks? Well, exactly right. You know, and it's just a true trust in the divine. Mm-hmm. True trust in the divine, brother. I, I, I lead my life that way. Mm. Something amazing is going to come from this. We know it. Our magic is, our magic is in the stratosphere, and it's okay. So. Ipso facto, long story to, to, to go on the roundabout of, you can check in with yourself in moments like that to just see what level you're at, mm. what work you need to work on, what threads can you pull, how are you reacting, are you checking with yourself, are you allowing the parts of yourself to react as well, mm-hmm. but in a conscious and integrated way, can you allow yourself just to feel some blame, feel some anger, feel pissed off, and then go, okay, cool. I've allowed that to move through me. For sure. I'm not becoming it. It's not projected. It's not projected. I'm not hurting anyone else. No. I'm, you know, I may scream into a pillow at some point <laughs> over the next few weeks if it does push out, but that's building a healthy relationship with anger because you're allowing yourself to express it. Exactly. Mm. So I guess what's coming out of here, just allow yourself to be pissed off, allow yourself to be angry, allow yourself to be sad, allow yourself to go into grief, feel it to the depths. Don't become it. Be aware of it. Mm. Have the people support you, witness you in it, and move on. For sure. And that sort of does, for me, it does just come back to, um, yeah, it's constant. It's, it's ever growing. There's, there's always going to be these, I guess, landmark moments that happen throughout your life for you to, to give you that opportunity to check in um, and see if you are being your, your true and authentic self. If, if that is what is, is shining through and that is, if you, if that is who you truly are or if there is still work to be done, you know? And, um, and there's many, many ways to, 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 to work with and integrate the shadow. You know, we spoke about triggers. Um, we spoke about creating spaces where you can have open conversations and write down your own internal dialogue as these things are going on. Um, another powerful 
exercise that we use with clients is something called demonstering, which we'll probably go through in another episode. Yep. Um, and then an, uh, a powerful exercise that we want to go through with you guys that helps us to actually identify and uh, I suppose a shadow aspect of ourself is actually something called the personal law exercise. The personal law. So this is uh, this is a, a task or tool that is part of the rebirthing breathwork repertoire. So Ryan and I went through this throughout through our course training and we use it on our clients all the time. Uh, so what it is, it's we all have stories and monologues rolling through our head, rolling through our mind. And usually the things that we wouldn't even say to the worst person who we mm. absolutely, you know, I, hate, I guess is, is probably the most powerful word you could use to describe this. But yet we allow them to roll around in our mind. And if they are rolling around, we go back to that word affirmation. And affirmation is just something that is continually processing in our mind. And that's obviously what we are going to create. And so we have these stories that it, most of them have been given to us, but then we create our own based off those experiences as well. And this, this process pulls them out. And for most, most people we do it with, they, they're in tears at the end because mm. – the things are so disgusting and so obtuse that that we we sit in every moment. And once they're finally firstly written down and then A, B, said out loud to someone, people are so ashamed of them. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to take you all through it. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you're in your car, um, you know, we don't suggest you pull out a pen and paper right now. No, but uh, bookmark it and come back to it. Bookmark it, come back to it. Uh, you can run along with it too. You could just see, you know, take a few breaths, keep your eyes open uh, and just speak out loud uh, what's going on. If you're at home or if you're in somewhere, you can uh, go and get a pen and paper. We'll just pause it now. We suggest you go and grab that and we're going to take you through. So it's seven questions we're going to ask you. We're going to get you to do some breath before each question. So it's the rebirth style breath that Ryan and I teach uh, through the mouth, into the lungs, out through the mouth, no pausing. So it sounds a bit like this. So you've got no pause at the top, no pause at the bottom. We'll get you to do probably about 10 mm. in the beginning and then we'll say pause, we'll say the question and then what we want you to do is just either if you're in the car, speak out loud or if you're writing it down, just write down what the first things that come to mind without putting your own filter on it. For sure. And that's that's the most important thing. Be honest with yourself through this exercise. You're only going to get out what you allow yourself to get out of it. So if something drops into your mind and you're either afraid to write it down or ashamed to write it down, write that shit down. Because yep. the only person you're fooling is yourself. You know, The only person that you're not allowing to move into it is you. It might not even make sense. Might not make sense. But it's the process, the cathartic process of sure. pulling out those stories and, and pulling them out onto paper or and then saying them out loud. And that's why we get you to do the breath beforehand because what this breath does is it pulls you out of your mind, pulls you out of thinking mind, it pulls you out of criticism and allows you to get into the body. So when you're asked a question, more often, well, the first answer that pops up unfiltered is the correct answer. It's the truth. The truth. There's no correct answers. It's just the truth. It's the truth. So, Raga, do you want to uh, do you want to take everyone through in your beautiful podcast voice? Isn't Ryan? I'm just going to make a little side note here. Isn't Ryan an amazing podcast speaker? I've, and everyone's sitting there going, "Yes, he is." <laughs> Soothe them with your beautiful voice. You know, that works on my personal law, 
which is what I'll share with you guys at the end. So I appreciate you, Mike. I appreciate that. I appreciate everyone at home who agrees. So what we're, what we're going to be doing is, as we say, we'll go through those seven questions. We'll get you to do 11 of the rebirthing breaths first. All right, so take a moment. Grab your pen, grab your paper. If you're not driving, close down your eyes. If you are driving, just listen along as we go. And what we're going to get you to first do is take a big, big deep breath in through your mouth. Letting go. Keeping that breath going. Let's go four more breaths. Two more. Last one, fully in. Letting go. All right, so question one. A negative thought I have about myself is that I am. So just take a moment, write that down, feel into it. And just write the first word, the first few words that pop into your mind. There's no wrong, there's no rights. All is truth. And we go back into the breath now. Now, if you do need more time, just pause, keep writing, and then start again. Second question. When people don't like me, it's because I am. When people don't like me, it's because I am. All right, let's go third question. 11 breaths. Something I'd prefer others didn't know about me is that I am. Something I'd prefer others didn't know about me is that I am. If you're thinking too hard about it, just let it flow. Feel the edges if there's anything coming up and it starts to make you squirm a bit. Write it down. The deeper and more open and transparent you can be with yourself. Remember, no one's going to hear this. No one's going to read this except you. You know if you're lying to yourself. Back to the breath. I could be completely happy in life, except for the fact that I am. I could be completely happy in life, except for the fact that I am.
just write it down. Hold yourself to what's coming through. All right, let's go. Number five. So a little more breaths. The one thing that holds me back from getting what I really want is that I am. The one thing that holds me back from getting what I really want is that I am. Mm. And now it could be your partner. It could Mm. be your parent. It could be your kids. It doesn't make it wrong. All we're doing is writing down the story that holds in your mind. We are just allowing it to move through, to have the cathartic process of being able to see, be aware of what's rolling around. It doesn't make it the truth. It is just a truth. Mm. So get real with it. Get real with them all. And now if we are moving a lot faster, you can obviously pause, go back, and do this all again. All right, it's back to the breath. really clear on the last two my very worst thought I have about myself is that I am my very worst thought or thoughts I have about myself is that I am what's the worst things you think about yourself maybe you've never admitted them to yourself maybe you've never written them down or said them out loud What's rolling around in there? What's the deep unworthiness? Mm -hmm. What's the hatred of yourself? Get really clear on this. And for the very last one, get absolutely clear on this as well. Feel the cringe. Back to the breath. One fully in, letting go. The most disgusting thought I have about myself is that I am. The most disgusting thought I have about myself is that I am. Feel that one. Don't allow the stories to take control. Be honest, own the truth. Own how you truly feel. Own the stories that are running on in the background so that we can rewrite a new script. Own the disgust. Own the disgust. 
Yeah. Disgust is just another avoided feeling. 100%. Another, a- another shadow aspect of the self that you haven't been willing or able to identify and work through. Now, from here we have seven pretty challenging questions that you've just answered. Seven possible truths that you've identified that may have been challenging to write down, to think about, and you may be feeling a little emotional right Mm. now. And if you are feeling a little emotional right now, that's good because it means you care. It means these things you are either conscious of or subconscious of but now we've brought some awareness through them so that we can actually start to rewrite the story and rewrite the script if you're feeling the emotion allow yourself to move into it allow Mm. it to move through because you've already started the process you've started to take the emotional edge off what you've been repressing and holding back sure if there's anger there if there's frustration there if there's sadness or sorrow or resentment or grief Just allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to express it. Allow yourself to cry if you want to, you know. Bliss is any emotion fully felt. So if you allow yourself to fully feel what has come up, bliss is on the other side of that. Maybe you're angry at Ryan and I for bringing this out in you. That's Mm, okay. That's okay. You can be angry at us. Be mad at us. That's that's, that's fine. You can, you can, you can smack the table. You can, you can tell us, fuck you, Michael and Ryan, because we've brought something out in you. That's, that's, that's the process. That's the beauty of this. It is the beauty of this. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take these seven words and essentially write it into one sentence sort of bring in maybe three or uh, like a three or four word sentence that sort of captures all of these personal laws you know it may be i'm not enough it may be i'll never be able to have the relationship or never be worthy of the relationship i have all right so take those seven things that you have written written down and and amalgamate them into one sentence because this is your personal law this is the subconscious program that you have running this is the story that you are telling yourself and one of the shadow aspects of yourself that are truly holding you back right so take a little bit of time if you want to take another 11 breaths look at the piece of paper and write down the first sentence that does come up right allow yourself to get out of the story get out of the mind and just write what's truly there for you basically you're taking ownership taking ownership you're taking ownership of the bullshit that's rolling around in that mind of yours 100 and if it's challenging for you and you you can't actually put it together please feel free to reach out to me and michael you know our instagrams are down the bottom put them through flick us a message tell us you've done the personal law exercise and you couldn't really land in something Send us through your personal laws and we'll intuitively guide you through that and help you help you land on that personal law. We will jump on a Zoom call with you. We oh, will take you through this process. 100%. It, this, is, this is our dharma. This is our service to the world. Mm. This is just a tiny small part of it, but we are here for you. And if this has become challenging or you didn't quite get it or whatever, in the show notes, reach out to us. We would be more than happy mm. to jump on. If 55 people messaged us we would do 55 zoom calls oh, that's what we would do 100 percent. we would help you because we're here for you 
we're with you. We know how challenging the personal law can be. Um, We know how much truth um, you have to sit in, and that can be confronting. But for me personally, the, the personal law exercise brought so much awareness to where I was at in that moment and I've gone back to it many times and it brought more more awareness to different moments and new laws and, and new levels um, of things that need to be unlocked, let go and brought awareness to. You know, so it's not just a practice that you do once. It might be something you go back to every, sing, every six months or so or every time there's a challenge in your life or you feel like you've overcome it. Because for me, as I said at the start of this, my first personal law that I had when we were rebirthing and actually one that stuck with me for probably about two years and I've probably only really shared that in the last six months is the idea of I am not enough. Yep. You know, Regardless of how hard I work, regardless of how I show up, regardless of how much I achieve or my relationships or the friends I have, the things I do, the way I show up, Um, This personal law or this idea, the story of not being enough was so deeply ingrained, it took a lot of work to work through. It does. Mine was was, uh, all about being a phony. Mm, A fake and a phony, right? A fake and a phony. Mm. Yep. And it was. And there was was absolute truth to that. Mm. Reflecting on it now and reflecting on it over the the years. Yeah. There was huge – there was huge – people pleasing phoniness there because I wasn't in touch with my shadow no 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 doing anything you can to be accepted right and that was very similar to me I would do anything I could just so that I would just get a, a, a small feeling of being enough you know and, and so it's hard we understand it we, we, we understand where you're at if this was really challenging because it was fucking challenging for us yep you know, but the growth and the the acceptance that comes through owning that aspect of yourself, owning that story, and ultimately bringing awareness to it, so that you can rewrite that script, that story, that law you have, um, is profound and it's powerful. If you want to take it to the next level, over the next seven days, when you wake up in the morning, mm. do a little burning ceremony. Yep. Put that personal law, put that personal law on paper. And get, put that personal law on paper, get a bowl in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, look at it, read it, put it in the bowl, light that bitch on fire. For sure. Burn that shit. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. And that's a powerful thing to do first thing in the morning when you wake up because when you first wake up in the morning, that's when you're creating the association of and the identification of who you are. You know, we go through all these different things in the morning that essentially re-identify our brain with who we are. You know, we check our social media, we check our emails, we drive the same way to work. So if the first thing you do every morning is you write down this personal law and burn it, what you're saying to yourself and your ego is this is an aspect of myself that I no longer accept or am going to work with or am going yeah, or that you love, yes, for sure. That's it. And then from there, you can start to rewrite that script. So there's also the next part of this as well, of what you can go and do once you've written your personal law, you can write the opposite personal law. For sure. So if you've, you know, like Ryan, he's, he's gone, I am not enough. So his opposite personal law is, I am abundant, I am in complete abundance flow and I am truly enough for myself and everyone around me. For sure. And then this can become essentially a positive affirmation so that when you are triggered and that feeling of I am not enough, you can 
recite this positive affirmation to yourself so that you can essentially disrupt that thought pattern. You know, mine was, I'm enough because I always give my best. So I, every time that this idea of I'm not enough would come up, I would say, no, I am enough because I always give my best. And regardless of what other people think, for me, that's enough. Yeah, mine, mine was, I don't remember word for word, but it was something that um, I am enough for myself and everyone else around me, mm. and I am worthy of love. Yeah, beautiful brother. And yes, so that, that was my, oh. Yes, he is. Thank you, baby. Yes, he is. And so that's what you can do to rewrite that. So you could burn your, burn your personal law, and you can write down your write down your opposite personal law, yeah, your affirmation. Sure. You can put that on the on the mirror in your bathroom if you want to. You really want to talk about a real affirmation? That's a real affirmation. You're not just putting some positive words in a row that you're trying to say over and over to, to create that stimulant. You're actually creating your own positive affirmation based off your own story. For sure. And that's powerful because it actually means something. Yeah. It's not just uh, uh, a false belief that you're trying to get yourself to believe. It's you're like, no, I've identified what this is. I'm going to fucking rewrite that shit because this is the work. Well, the personal law is your belief. Yeah, for sure. It's your belief because you believe it because that's what's rolling around. Mm -hmm. So it's time to change that belief, ladies and gentlemen. Cats and dogs. <laughs> Everyone who wants to change their life for sure this is a great way to start and so um yeah sit with it sit with it go through those processes go through those exercises write down that positive affirmation and essentially reframe it all right allow yourself to burn it in the morning write it on your mirror put it in places where it's going to constantly remind you that you are not that personal law and that you are the curator the creator of your own life and you can rewrite the script no how to no matter how long it takes and how deep-seated it truly is it takes long it takes fucking, it took, me like, <laughs> it took me like fucking two years and i would have had over a hundred rebirths you know in that time so just keep doing the work just people keep. stop trying to pretend it's easy this shit is, this shit is hard but it's fucking worth it yeah exactly <laughs> just guy it, 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 it's it's actually so simple but it's so fucking hard <laughs> oh. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's not linear. You're going to fall off. Pick yourself back up. Make sure you've got a few people around you that you can reach out to. Me and Ryan, we're your people. You can reach out to us. You can go, hey, I tried that thing. It didn't fucking work. Get mad. We go, all right, what happened? Uh, so, you know, I, I had this revelation on, on one of my walks a few weeks ago. I think I told you about it and, and cultivating elite state. But what was going through my mind was the work is actually about when we fall off. The cultivation of discipline within that work frame, that's great and amazing, but it's actually cultivating a discipline of when. Not if, when we fall off. Yeah, I, when, 100%, I, I bet, definitely. You know, even, fall off. even guys like Elon Musk, like mm -hmm. he'll fall off, but I guarantee you he's got a team around him that picks him back up and he's got the tools to pick himself back up to get back to that elite state. For sure. And pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. Pick yourself wipe up. Yourself off. Get ready for that next innings because it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be forever. And if you need to be in a dark cave for a while, go into that fucking dark cave. But go right to the back. <laughs> go into the back. Don't where the pass it. not where, where the bears don't even go. For sure. You know, walk that path. Mm. Build courage. Feel the fear. Do it anyways. Mm. Just empower yourself. Find your power. Go deep into your shadow. Feel it all. Come out the other side and wait for the next round. That's it. That's it. That's it. I think that is a beautiful place to end this episode, Michael. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for doing the work. Reach out if you have any questions or comments or you need a little bit of support. We will always be here for you all. 
We always will be. We always will be because we love you. You're and listening to this. We are your friends. We're your tribe. We're the tribe, baby. Welcome, welcome to our tribe. And we love you. Thank you for listening. And we hope you take some of these tools away. I know it's a little bit obscure. I haven't really listened to podcasts that do tools, but um, you know, we're just here creating our own. We do what we do, baby. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Yo. See ya.